Public service announcement. I have just temporarily closed the doors to Lifestyle Business School. If you are a current or aspiring expertise-based business that has a business, courses, coaching, masterminds, where you are divorcing your value from your time, or that is the business model that you want, you likely know that Lifestyle Business School is the program that I have been tirelessly working on over the last six months to build out six comprehensive playbooks, which basically lay out the entire path. It has everything from business model design to offer creation, to back-end delivery, to driving traffic, live launch campaigns, automated campaigns, everything you could possibly need to start or grow a leveraged expertise-based business to the lifestyle business sweet spot. Now, never fear because we've only temporarily closed the doors and we have added a wait list. So if you head to lifestylebusiness.school forward slash join, pop your name on the wait list and you are going to be notified when we open up the doors with everything built out, which is super exciting. And all of the exciting changes that we have made to the program as well, which we will share in due course. But in order to get the special VIP bonuses, when we do open the door, I want you to go and pop your name on the wait list now. So that is going to be lifestylebusiness.school forward slash join, put your name on the wait list, and you will be the first to be notified when we open up the doors with everything built out with a lot of exciting changes and with pretty much the best deal under the sun. All right, let's get into today's podcast episode. Simple, sexy social media analytics. Numbers ain't sexy, but guys, success is. And in this episode, I'm going to show you five steps to track and measure your social media success, even if you're allergic to analytics. got big business dreams, but you're feeling stuck when it comes to all things social media, digital, and content marketing, this is the podcast for you. And if you like free stuff, well, I've got you sorted there as well. Head over to steviesayssocial.com forward slash little black book to steal all of my social media secrets. You're listening to the Talk Social to Me podcast by Stevie Says Social. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 46 of the Talk Social To Me podcast. Now, normally, if I was to say that I was talking about numbers for the next half an hour, even I would be bored senseless. But guys, I'm talking about numbers for the next half an hour. Don't turn off. Don't go to the next podcast because I am going to show you how to make numbers and in particular tracking and measuring your social media success simple, easy, and dare I say it, fun as well. Even if you're allergic to analytics, because guys, I feel you. Numbers are not my jam either. I hate them. But here is the thing, and I'm just going to dive right into this episode because we cover a lot. 
When it comes to your social media success, numbers are critical. Why? Well, I've said it before and I will say it again. If you don't know where you're going when it comes to your social media efforts, how on earth are you ever going to get there? When you set goals and then you track your key numbers when it comes to your socials, what it allows you to do is to measure whether all of the hard work that you're putting in is worth it or whether it might be time to change things up. So for that reason, even though it's not the sexiest of topics, when it comes to your success on social, analytics is one of the most important. And I've hinted at it, but it can be fun. So in this episode, what I'm going to do is show you how to track your social media analytics the smart way, in a way that's going to actually drive your success and to enjoy the process as well. Sound good? Good. Now, before we get into it, to make life incredibly easy for you, I have just launched a new product in the social shop that is going to help you get through this episode. I have put together some seriously good looking social media analytics tracking spreadsheets. Now, these spreadsheets are for simply and easily recording your analytics. The best bit though, is that when you update these spreadsheets with your goals and then you log your progress each and every week, and I'll tell you exactly what you need to do around that shortly. What these spreadsheets do is that they automatically create beautiful visual graphs so that you can actually track your progress. So with the spreadsheets, you're not only recording your progress each week, but you can visually see that progress. And guys, that has been a complete game changer for me since I've implemented it into my business. I'm able to see the impact that my efforts are having directly on my business. I can see it visually and I'm a visual person and I can track the increase in things like follower numbers and reach and engagement. Now, numbers may not be sexy, but success certainly is. And tracking your success visually with a graph like this, showing your social media stats improving over time, I know for me is incredible motivation to keep going. It's a lot more motivating than the previous social media tracker that I had, where I was literally just typing the numbers in each week to see how I was going and I couldn't visually see it. So I think this is a game changer. Now, to see what these spreadsheets look like so that you can get a visual and you can either choose to create them yourself or if you want to save the time, I have got all of the formulas, everything input there ready for you to go at a really reasonable price. What I would recommend is going over to steviesayssocial.com and checking them out. There's a video demonstration on there as well. And this episode, given the amount of kind of numbers information that we go through, I've actually given you a really detailed blog post that steps out every element of this podcast episode as well, along with screenshots so that if you're driving, if you're at the gym, if you're not 100% concentrating, you can go back and you can check out this episode and actually go through the process of creating your own social media tracking spreadsheets and doing this within your own business. So to do that, head to steviesayssocial.com forward slash 46. If ever there was an episode that I would recommend heading over to the website, this is the one I have gone into a lot of detail here. steviesayssocial.com forward slash 46. Okay, now I'm going to inspire you to start tracking your stats, whether you decide to download the templates or not. What I'm going to give you now are really detailed step-by-step instructions for tracking and analyzing your social media strats. Strats? 
stats the right way. So here we go. Number one is to be consistent. So the first thing that I need you to do once you've decided, okay, cool, I'm going to do this within my own business is to commit to tracking your social media statistics on a regular and consistent basis. I really, really strongly recommend that you do this once a week. Now, the reason why I say that If you're going to be tracking particularly Facebook and Instagram, which I'm guessing that most of you will be on those two platforms, Facebook and Instagram analytics actually only allow you in some cases to measure either the previous seven days when it comes to some of your stats or the previous 28 days. So doing it fortnightly, for example, isn't even a possibility. Now, this does not need to be time consuming. I don't want to give you another thing to put on your plate. And in fact, it shouldn't be. What I want you to do is to set aside five, maybe 10 minutes, max five minutes honestly would do it. And then I want you to actually block it out in your calendar every week so that you get a reminder. If you've got project management software, even better, put it in there. I use Asana for this. I'm able to really easily set up a recurring task each and every Monday. It appears in my uh, to-do list for the day. I tick it off and I complete it. So number one, step one is to be consistent. Now, step two is to understand the key social media analytics terms. You need to understand what you actually need to be tracking and measuring and why this all matters when it comes to your social media success. So I'm going to make this easy for you. I'm going to give you the key things that I recommend that you track and you measure. These ones are the most important and there are other ones, don't get me wrong, but these are the ones that you definitely need to be tracking. Now, I will be focusing on Facebook and Instagram here, but keep in mind that whether you decide to create your own templates and spreadsheets or whether you decide to use mine, you can also track other key metrics on other platforms as well. So the first metric is follower numbers. This is essentially the number of people that you have connected to your page. It's an obvious one. It's the one that everyone seems to be chasing. It is important because you ultimately want to grow an audience of the right people. But what I will say is be careful. Don't chase followers at any cost. And if you find that your followers aren't your ideal clients, so if the people that you're connected to aren't people that might one day do business with you or refer you, and they're random followers that don't engage with your content, they're not worthwhile. Why? Well, this actually brings me to the next key social media metric that I recommend that you track. One that is in many ways more important than followers in today's social media landscape, and that is engagement. Engagement refers to the actions that people are taking on the content that you post. Things like likes and comments and shares The more people that are engaging with your content, the more that they're enjoying it, right? And so it's a critical social media analytics metric. Both the Facebook and the Instagram algorithms, along for that matter with the algorithms of most of the other social media platforms like LinkedIn, heavily favor content with good engagement when it comes to deciding what appears in the newsfeed of your followers. So it's important to track it. The third key metric is reach. Now, reach refers to the number of unique eyeballs that see your content. Notice that I emphasize unique. This is because it differs from another similar social media metric called impressions, which is the number of times a piece of content is seen in news feeds. If one person sees the same piece of content twice, 
It counts as one reach, but two impressions. Kind of confusing, I know. So hopefully that example clears it up a little bit. I know it really confused me when I first started out. Now, when measuring your social media success and tracking your analytics, reach is important because it shows you how many people are seeing your posts. Now, the fourth metric is email subscribers. Ultimately, I've said it before, I will say it again, I will continue to say it. Your goal on social media is ultimately to get people off social media and into a platform that you own so that you can further develop a relationship with them. The way that I recommend doing this is to drive them to your email list via a valuable freebie or offer that they swap their email address for. So why is this important? Ultimately, we don't own our social media accounts, okay? So with the algorithms tightening, it's getting more and more difficult to be seen and only a percentage of our followers will ever see our posts, even if we're doing a stellar job. That's why it's so important to be building an audience that we actually have control over. And the best way to do this is still email. Email also converts at a much higher rate than social media. So growing an email list is an important focus for your social media efforts. Now, these are the main social media analytics, and they're the ones that I'm going to be focusing on for the remainder of this podcast because they're able to be tracked and measured with the exception of email subscribers on your social media platforms using the tools within the platform. Before we move on to the next step, though, what I do want to do is to flag two other metrics that I think it's important to keep in mind. Both are very important when it comes to the way that social media plays a role in your business success. Now, they require you to have an understanding of things like Google Analytics, and it's not something that's covered in this podcast, and it's a little bit more advanced, but I do want to flag these two things because it's important to keep them in mind when it comes to your social media strategy. So number one is traffic, and this is the number of people that click from your social media accounts and your posts onto your website. Again, ultimately, your goal on social media is to get people off social media and into a platform that you own. So tracking traffic allows you to see how many people are actually doing that. Google Analytics allows you to see that. And number two is leads and conversions. So this is the final metric that I recommend keeping in mind when it comes to social media analytics and what you should be tracking. Now, this is really kind of different for different businesses. For some people, for example, it might be booking a consultation. It might be for e-commerce actually making a transaction. It might be, you know, an email lead for some businesses. But you need to decide what this is in your business and you need to actually kind of start thinking about how you can track the leads and conversions that are coming from social media. Again, this is more advanced. We're not covering it in this particular podcast. So we have four key metrics. We're going to be looking at followers, engagement, reach, and email subscribers. So let's go in to step three, which is all about setting goals. Now you know what your key social media analytics terms mean, the things that you should be considering tracking in your business. It's time to set some goals around them. If you have the social media analytics spreadsheets, if you download them from stevie says social.com forward slash 46, 
This is the first thing that you will input into them within the goals tab. If you don't have the spreadsheets, that's fine. You can always do it yourself. Just follow along with the remainder of the podcast. Now, the coolest thing if you do have the spreadsheets though, is that once you've populated your goals for things like how many follower numbers you want, what you want your engagement to be, et cetera, et cetera, the spreadsheets will actually automatically update with how many the number you need is to reach your goals. So as you track your numbers each week, it will automatically update each week with your progress as well. So you can see what your goal is, where you are at the moment and how many more sort of followers or how much more reach or how much more engagement you need in order to reach your goals, which I think is pretty cool. So there's four sets of goals that you are going to need to set. Number one is follower goals. Now, what should your goals be? When it comes to followers, what I recommend doing is to set a stretch goal, but also one that isn't completely out of reach. So this will depend on things like your budget and your resources and the time you have to dedicate to social media strategies, for example. If you're not running paid ads on Facebook, for example, it might be unrealistic to think that you can get hundreds of new likes a week. If you're completely unsure on what to set in terms of your goal and you're kind of just starting out and you're doing things organically, I would aim as a stretch for 40 new followers on Instagram per week on average and 20 new likes on Facebook. Now, if you have the spreadsheets, I've also included other platforms such as LinkedIn, Pinterest, YouTube, and Facebook groups so that you can easily track those as well. Of course, you need to keep in mind that followers is actually subscribers on YouTube, it is connections on LinkedIn, and it's members in Facebook groups. So the actual terminology will change a little bit. Now, how do you find your follower numbers? On Instagram, it's pretty obvious, right? You just look at the number of followers at the top of your account. My theory is that this is why people are so obsessed with their Instagram follower numbers. It's just sitting there at the top of the account, kind of taunting them. Now, on Facebook, your follower or your number of likes on your business page are listed kind of along the right-hand side on desktop. So they're pretty easy to find, right? So the second goal that you need to be setting is engagement goals. Now, this can be a trickier one to set a goal for because it can be hard to know what to shoot for and to know what good engagement is. Now, one thing to keep in mind when it comes to engagement is that even though you're actually going to be tracking your engagement weekly into your spreadsheet, and we'll get to that shortly, you're going to be setting goals for your engagement based on what you want your monthly engagement to be. The reason for that is that you'll be able to really easily, if you have the tracking spreadsheets, see where you're at month to month in terms of your engagement and whether your average monthly engagement is increasing or whether it is decreasing. Now, as I said, it's tricky to set a goal for engagement when you're not sure what the right engagement is is or should be. My recommendation when it comes to this is that you simply try to constantly improve on where you are currently. So in order to do this, what I recommend doing is to actually calculate your current engagement. Now, keep in mind that even though you're going to be calculating your engagement week 
by week, you're actually going to be setting goals monthly. So you're going to be setting goals on what you think that your monthly engagement should be. What I recommend doing though, in order to calculate that for the first time is to calculate your current weekly engagement and then extrapolate that out to kind of get a average monthly engagement so that you can kind of see where you're at and you can set a goal that is kind of looking at increasing where you currently are. Obviously, as you start to understand where you're at with your engagement and what's reasonable in terms of what you can shoot for with your budget and your resources, you might come back and you might change this goal. The important thing to begin with is just to note something down. So how do you calculate your current engagement? If you're confused by all of the steps that I'm about to give you, what I recommend that you do again is head to stevysayssocial.com forward slash 46. There are screenshots and step-by-step instructions. So if you're at the gym or you're driving and you're just thinking, I need a notepad, head to stevysayssocial.com forward slash 46 and all of the information is there. But to calculate your current engagement on Facebook, what you do is you head to your business page and up the top is a link to insights. In the insights section is a page summary. It comes up straight away and it actually lists all of the key stats for your business. In the bottom left-hand side is your engagement for the past seven days. So it will be sitting there. So extrapolate that out to a month. So basically times it by four, say, as you know, an average and a rough figure to see what your current monthly engagement is. And then what I want you to do is to set a goal that's a stretch goal for where you want your monthly engagement to be. Now, on Instagram, when it comes to finding your engagement, there's a little bit of math to do. It's simple math though, and if I can do it, trust me, you can as well. So what I want you to do is to toggle to insights on your business page and then to content, then click on feed posts, and then you can basically sort all of your posts. You'll sort it by engagement in the last seven days. Then what you need to do, it's an extra step, is you, because uh, Instagram doesn't actually give you an entire week's worth of engagement, you need to add up what the engagement was on each of the posts that come up within the last seven days. So it will show you all of the posts in the last seven days. Add up that uh, number on each post to get your total weekly engagement. Now, again, for setting your monthly engagement goal, you're going to need to extrapolate that out to see where you're at on average in terms of uh, a month currently. And then you're going to want to set a goal that is increasing and improving on that. Again, for now, just write a number down. You can always come back and you can change it as you go. Now, the third thing that you're going to set a goal for is reach. Just like with engagement, find out your current reach before you set your goals. It can be tricky to know what reach you should be aiming for on a monthly basis without knowing where you currently are at. Ultimately, again, your goal is going to be to simply improve every single month. So the number that you put down here for your reach goal, your average reach per month is going to be able to change once you know kind of where you're at, how you're improving and what is possible for you to achieve in your business. For now, it's just important to write down a goal. What do you want your monthly reach to be? 
Now, reach on your Facebook page in order to find out where you're currently at is also found in the page summary section that I've already mentioned when I was going through engagement. So you can find out what your weekly reach was. So your reach for the past seven days, extrapolate that out to about a month's worth. So times it by say four to give you a rough monthly reach. And then basically you can use that to set a monthly reach goal that's improving significantly on where you already are at, but that is reasonable in terms of your resources. Now on Instagram, in order to find out your reach, you would again head to insights and it's a little bit easier this time on Instagram. You simply head to activity and scroll to the bottom. Your reach for the previous seven days will be listed there. Again, and extrapolate that out to see what your reach is in terms of the last month, you know, as an example, and basically write down a goal that is improving on that. Now, the fourth goal that you're going to need to be setting is email subscribers. If you have the social media analytics spreadsheets, you're going to be doing this in your followers spreadsheet. I've made it really easy for you to do there. The number in terms of your email subscribers is simply going to come from your email service provider. So you're going to look at how many email subscribers you currently have and where you want to be. Now, if you already have an email service provider, great. If not, you're going to need one. I use ConvertKit and MailChimp is also a great option for beginners. Right. Now that we have our goals in place, we are going to go to step four. Step four is all about tracking your social media analytics. This is all about consistently, and consistent is the key here, guys, tracking and logging your social media statistics in the regular intervals that you've already committed to, right? So again, I recommend doing this weekly on the same day. What I recommend that you do is that you simply just go in every single week and you update your stats for that week. So for your follower stats, you're simply going to be entering in your new follower numbers. So if you were on 100 followers last week, you would enter in 150 if you had gained 50 followers from the week previously. Now, again, I've already mentioned it, but for reach and engagement, you're basically going to be adding in the reach and engagement every single week. And you're going to be adding on to the week before until you get to the last entry of the month. So for example, if in week one, your reach was 100 and in week two, it was 200, you would enter 300 in week two because it's 100 plus 200. Once you get to the end of the month, you would start again. Now, if you've got the social media tracking spreadsheets, this will actually allow you to see your monthly reach and engagement in the graphs visually. So you'll be able to see basically because it will pull the last entry from that particular month and turn it into a graph exactly where you're at in terms of your average monthly reach and engagement. Now there's instructions on exactly how to do all of this when you go to steviesayssocial.com forward slash 46. So keep that in mind. It's just something for me to mention here. 
Now, in addition to logging your stats, I also recommend that you keep track of what you actually did each week so that you can make sense of the data. So for example, if you implement a new strategy or you run some Facebook ads and your stats increase, you'll be able to see why. So if you get the social media tracking spreadsheets, and I know that I'm banging on about them, but guys, they are cheap. They will make your life so much easier. There is a column for you to do that. If you want to do it yourself, I'd highly recommend putting in a column for notes so that you can see exactly what you did every week. Now, I also recommend tracking the number of posts that you make each week. So this is so that you can analyze your social media data. So comparing a week in which you posted 10 times to a week in which you posted once isn't fair, right? So if you have the spreadsheets, I've got columns for both of those things to make it easy for you. Now, step five is to visually analyze your social media statistics. And this is the fun bit. So after you've set your goals and you've been logging your data consistently, you'll be able to start seeing your progress each month or areas where you need to improve. And if you're using the spreadsheets, this is where it gets really cool. You can literally toggle to the growth tab. And because you've been logging your stats every week, there will be visual graphics graphics and tables that show you exactly how you're progressing. And the best bit is that it's entirely automatic. So there's nothing for you to do because everything is visual. You're easily able to see peaks and troughs and where things need to be tweaked. And even better, there's actually tables which automatically populate and they show you your monthly growth and your overall growth as a percentage. So you don't need to do anything. All you're doing is setting your goals and adding them into the goal section of the spreadsheet. And then you're tracking your progress every month and the spreadsheets with their formulas will do the rest. How cool is that? Pretty damn cool if you ask me. Okay, guys, that is it. They are the five steps for tracking and analyzing your social media statistics. The reason why it's so important is that if you don't do it and you don't set goals and then you don't track and measure where you're at each week in relation to those goals, you're never going to know whether what you're doing on social media is working or whether there are things you need to change. So to quickly go through the five steps again, number one is to be consistent. You need to make sure that you do this every single week. I recommend on the same day. It only takes five minutes. It is quick. Number two is to understand the key social media analytics terms. And the four that we go through are reach, engagement, follower numbers, and email subscribers. Step number three is to set goals for each of those. Step number four is then to log your progress every single week, log your progress into a spreadsheet so that you can see where you are at. And number five is to visually analyze your social media statistics. I love doing this visually because I can actually see where I'm at, but unless you're actually going in and you, you are analyzing and you are looking at things like the graphs or your numbers, if you don't have the spreadsheets, It's not actually worth tracking them at all because the whole point of doing this is so that you can go in and see whether things are working or whether you need to change things. All right. 
Guys, tracking these key social media analytics should be an integral part of your social media strategy. It's going to stop you from flying blind. It's going to stop you from slacking off. And I've gone on about them for a lot of this episode. And guys, I'm not saying that you need these spreadsheets because you can do this stuff yourself. If you understand Excel formulas and Google Sheets formulas, you can go in and input all of this stuff yourself. Head over to stevysayssocial.com forward slash 46. If you want to see them and you want to copy them, go for it. But if you want to save yourself the time and the headache and you want to have these done for you in the social shop, you can get there using the link at stevysayssocial.com forward slash 46. All of the templates are sitting in there ready and waiting for you to start implementing. Guys, I actually decided to do this episode at the start of the year because I think it's the perfect time to start tracking and measuring if you haven't been doing it already. I hope it was helpful. If you enjoyed this episode and you found value in this content, I would also be so grateful if you would jump over to iTunes and leave me a quick rating and a quick review. Honestly, it makes all of the hard work that I put into creating this free content every single week worth it when I see that it is helping you. Okay, guys, that is it for me. Until next week, I will see you then. This podcast is proudly supported by ConvertKit. Social media is great and all, but newsflash, we don't own our followers, the algorithms are constantly changing, and you don't sell on social. All reasons why I always recommend email marketing as an important step in every social media strategy. ConvertKit is the email marketing software that I use and love within my own business. And to support the podcast, the folks over at ConvertKit are offering a free 30-day trial to talk social to me listeners, head over to stevysayssocial.com forward slash convert kit to sign up now.